You know, being a parent kind of reminds me of being in a leadership role. There is no human out there that can please everyone, you know? I think we as leaders need to be aware that not everyone is going to match our vibe, and that's totally okay. If we can, at the very least, be aware of who vibes with us and our own team and get our messages across through those people, ultimately, I think we can be more successful. Yeah, you know, you're totally right. I mean, we all need to be a little self-aware to understand that if we hear something from a person that maybe gets under our skin, because it happens, right? Yeah, totally. Uh, whether we want to admit it or not. But uh, if we hear the same thing from somebody who we vibe with, uh, that totally changes the message, right? And it's it's not about what you say, it's about what you hear. Right, like you'll get a five-course meal from my kid after saying good morning, and if I say it, the world ends. <laughs> I'm so glad that uh, we have many different perspectives on these questions we asked our guests. Uh, it's interesting that all of the answers are are remarkably similar in nature. That is interesting. Let's go back to when you and I first discussed effective leadership. Okay. So in your opinion, what qualities make someone a good leader? What qualities? Um, Well, like you said earlier, you have to be trustworthy. You have to have a team or a group of people that trust you and have faith in you. Um, With that comes self-confidence. So if you don't have any self-confidence, you give no no reason for people to trust you. I think that's super important. Even if you don't fully understand or don't fully know what you're supposed to do, if you show a decision with confidence, people are going to form trust with you. Right. I think that's super important to have. That's, uh, I would also agree that trust is a big one. Uh, for me, um, qualities of a good leader have to be, you have to be willing to listen. Like 100%. I think like, like prepping this, this show, um, and talking about how we interact back and forth. And I've always been, if somebody else is talking, then you, you shut the hell up. Right. And listen. Right. And, uh, and I think there's, what is it? Like listen twice as much as you speak, right? Something and like that. Something like that. But uh, for me, uh, I think the qualities of, of a good leader is somebody that obviously has empathy and somebody that's willing to listen. Uh, you know, I look back at the time or the amount of time that I've had to make decisions, just any decision. Yeah. And I rarely have the best decision in the room. Right. Right. And And I'm okay with that. And I think that the leaders who aren't okay with that, right, those are the ones that have the hardest time. Oh, 100%. Like, look at me. This rank says that I'm going to make the best decision in the room, and that's absolutely not the case. Yep. So I think uh, when I'm in a room of my peers, and by peers, that's not like rank indicative, I, I like to not pool answers. We're not going to do it by uh, like democratic vote, but I want to hear what everybody has to say about it because specifically in the Idaho Army National Guard, Everybody's done something else besides the military. Oh, for sure. Right? So, so many different backgrounds. So many strengths, right? And you would be a fool to and tons of knowledge. ignore that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think a uh, long winded answer, but yeah, I think uh, being willing to listen and have empathy. Well, I would agree with that. The best advice that you can give someone going into a leadership position, what do you think that advice would be? Make a decision. Just make one. Just make a decision with confidence. Right? Well, you know, if you take, and heavy on the air quotes, but let's say you take a hundred leaders and you, you put them in an auditorium and you ask them to make a decision, you'll be surprised how many simply cannot come, come to any sort of resolution to make a simple decision. And you don't have to make the right decision. That's not what it's about. Correct. But you're in the position because people are coming to you to make a decision, right? So you got to make a decision, right? right? Right or wrong. Listen to the people around you 
and make a decision. So that's what I would say. And I think you just said it, listen to the people around you. And that would be, uh, that would include being humble. And you have to humble yourself and understand that just because you wear rank on your chest, you, you don't know everything right? and you will never know everything, but you might have an E4 who has life experience and knows more than you do. So listen to them, take the rank off, listen to your soldiers, then you can make an informed decision. Yep. No, absolutely agree. So what advice would you give to a leader that made a bad call? You know, um, honestly, keep swimming, just keep trying. Because I think um, in the garrison environment, that, and that's not a field environment, it's here in the office. Let's make any decision in the office. If it's going to be wrong, that's a perfect place to make it. Right. Because you have, like you said, a net underneath you. You have yep. people that can help you, help you back up and guide you on the right path. I'd rather make bad decisions here in the office than out in the field or on a deployment where it will matter more. Right. When lives and bullets and all the yeah. things, right? No, I 100% uh, agree with you. I think that if you've made a wrong call, um, congratulations, because you probably should be making some wrong calls, but there's no way that you're, you just don't learn unless you make bad calls. I agree. Just what would it be like if, oh, now you're a leader and you just, every day you made great decisions, every single, right? So (laughs) you'd be an anomaly. Well, yeah, you'd totally be an anomaly. (laughs) Um, so yeah, you are actually going to make a wrong call and it's congratulations. It's not the end of the world and, uh, get over it. I agree. So, Staff Sergeant Kyle Gibson understood the assignment. Let's listen to his thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, we're going to ask you some leadership questions, all right? So when we bring people in and we we do these podcasts, we ask the same leadership questions to everybody. So uh, the first one, in your opinion, what qualities make someone a good leader? Um, a lot of it has to be, and I've been preached this multiple times here in the military, um, is never putting yourself first. Um, Master Sergeant Barnes was in here the other day, and she said something very similar, and I, I took that strong heat because that's how I feel. Um, I feel like taking care of your soldiers and putting their needs before your own is what causes not only your team to be way more effective, but it's way it, more cohesive i know that's a key word or uh, whatever um but at the same time i feel um that if your team is successful you are shown as a a better in a better light um so your whole team and you are brought up to be something great um so what's the best advice you can give someone that's going into a leadership position um don't be too afraid of it um i know it seems extremely different and daunting at the same time but it comes with its own not only perks but it comes with like learning more about yourself a lot of it is like getting over the immaturity of what however you are in life and learning that it's not just about you it's definitely about the organization as a whole and how are you were affecting it in a positive light and bringing something to the table at all times is really what I've learned too, is like definitely making an effective team throughout just not, not just your section, but definitely the battalion as well. What advice would you give a leader who's made a bad call, bad decision? Um, own up to it. I feel like a lot of people are not, not necessarily empath- empathic to their own mistakes is that they, they don't want to take ownership. I feel like a people 
and in my life have shown that and it they some most sometimes they get away with it right but at the same time they're they're not learning from that mistake and i feel like you are a better leader if you do make mistakes you learn from them and make yourself better I um, agree. and then but yeah owning up to that it's definitely a process of building yourself back up it's okay to make mistakes you're going to make them it's inevitable um, but yeah definitely learn from those Master Sergeant Katrina Barnes shares some good advice from a senior leader's perspective. You've been in the Idaho Army National Guard how long? So 16 years total, which I completely wow. forgot, but 15 of those years have been AGR. So 16 total. Jeez. I know. That is a long time. I didn't time. even know that. I didn't know that until the other day. I was yeah. like, oh, look, I'm going to go look at uh, my statement. I was like, man, I missed a year. I had no idea. Okay, it's 16 <laughs> years I've been in, which is crazy. You're almost there. Almost. So like the so promised close. land. Ah, so close. Uh, in your opinion, what qualify or what qualities make someone a good leader? Definitely their moral and ethical behavior. Just because there's too many times, whether it be leadership, like pencil whipping things or giving just the weirdest non-ethical advice that you've ever heard, you would think that it would be something that would be common. But common sense is just not that common these days, even in the guard. And so and that goes with like moral and ethical behavior. Cause I know when I see the uniform, I'm like, that person is an outstanding citizen. I right. know they are. But then every time if I see a discharge packet, I'm like, wait a second. Nope, they're not. And so I always have to be <laughs> reminded of that. Like, even though we wear the uniform, like obviously there's, there's bad apples. Not all of them are good. And, um, the second piece, just a concern for your soldiers. You would think that would be something that is common, like even on the outside civilian world, like having a concern for your team members, it's not that common. It doesn't seem, at least what I've witnessed, I don't think it's that common. Which is so weird because it's such a simple thing. And they preach it so much. It's almost like the more that it gets preached, the more that it gets lost. That's but so that's crazy. just, that's how I, I think about it, but... Um, so what about someone going into the uh, new leadership position? What's the best piece of advice you can give? It's not about you. It's about your team Damn and straight. your organization. And just humble yourself in knowing that you you do not know everything and you're not going to know everything. And then bank on your people that are a part of that team, knowing what they know, like exploit that. But yeah, it's not about you. What advice would you give a leader that's made a wrong call? So the Army teaches you, obviously, make a decision. Doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. In the heat of the moment, make a decision. So the positive side of making a bad decision, at least you made a decision. Right. But then after that, just be open to take criticism and actually learn from it. And don't just take it as a personal gig that someone is attacking you because that's not what it is. And it seems like that's immediately what people do is there's just too many emotions with criticism that I you give agree. people. Like take your emotions out of it and listen to what they are saying and actually like build off of that. Yeah, that would be learn the, from it. Learn from it. But so many people, man, they're just so headstrong. And I am <laughs> equally stubborn as well, but I'm not perfect. I want to learn from mistakes. And I'm sure everybody else wants to learn from mistakes. And it just doesn't seem like those hard conversations actually happen as much as they should. Because no. you always would just want to give attaboys and attaboys are, are good. But if you, like you said with your, uh, the drill sergeant comments, if he didn't make that one negative comment, 
how would you that's have operated true. from here on out? That's true. Like, it serves a purpose. I didn't even think about that, too. Yeah. I wonder it, what kind of person I'd be. Right? See? Car- builds character. I know, right? Yeah, it does. <laughs> captain Morgan Hill had some awesome insight. You're a captain, so you've had an mm-hmm. opportunity to uh, be exposed to a ton of different leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to ask you some, some questions and yeah. kind of get your opinion sure on thing. leadership. So mm-hmm. qualities make a good leader. I think the primary quality is the willingness to take a difficult task and being willing to solve it. I think that is, if if that's your mindset, you'll be able to deal with personnel issues. You'll be able to deal with the inevitable logistical issues that are usually extremely complicated, um, administrative issues, you name it. And if you're somebody that's not afraid of... Um, dealing with difficult problems and going out of the way sometimes to find the solutions to that. Um, and if you don't know, right, being um, also being willing to admit, hey, I don't know, but I'm going to find the right people and the right resources to get it done. 90% of the time, that is the situation. So you, you just have to be able to um, understand, I guess, understand that fact and be able to you know, roll with it accordingly. I think that'll essentially cover everything. So that kind of rolls into the next question. Like what advice would you give um, somebody going into a new leadership position? Just don't be afraid of the fact that you are essentially not qualified for that new thing yet. You know, like you've, it's been determined that you have the aptitude essentially to deal with it. Um, However, it's going to be new to you. It's like political candidate versus president. Right. No matter how much experience you say you have, when you get there, that's still the first day you've ever been there. So you just have to work to figure it out. Uh, and That's savage. And, you know, that's, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it, it's a cold fact that a lot of people learn. And it's like, it, it's, it's a very, like, dreadful sinking feeling when you step into a position the first time and you realize, oh, my goodness, I, there's a lot to figure out. Oh, yeah. And you're just at square one. And again, you have to be willing, again, to deal with something difficult like that, and and pressing forward. And if and if that's if that's the kind of person you are, you're you'll be okay. I agree. Well, good. What advice would you give a leader? Um, and this happens all the time. Like you're going to open your mouth in a leadership position, and you're probably going to say things that you shouldn't, or you're going to mm-hmm. you're going to tell people to go in the wrong direction, whatever that is. But mm-hmm. so, what advice would you give a leader uh, who's made a wrong call? To be open to the criticism that comes with it and and course adjust. Like be a grown up and don't take it personally. Because the only way so you good. I mean honestly, <laughs> the only way you yeah. figure out that they are gonna make a mistake is when your NCOs, your one officers, or one of your counterparts come and tell you, or even worse, you know, one of your bosses. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know, just stand there, listen to it, be like, okay. And and if the facts make sense you course correct and you learn from it and you drive on like that's it i've seen people take it personally and it usually doesn't end well for them oh yeah you know it it usually leads to more negative actions or you just feel bad on the inside yep and and you carry that toxic feeling into the future and you're afraid to make a mistake again exactly and making mistakes is okay as long as you learn from it and you drive on and it's not something i learned in the military that's just been a a life thing that started with my mom 
my sisters, trust me, they always tell me when I'm jacked up. And, <laughs> That's their job. And, and, you know, you just take those things and it hopefully it builds you up to be able to be in a military position, um, especially a position of leadership and, and be able to take it like a grown-up when one of your guys or gals tells you, hey, sir, this wasn't good and here's why. Like, all right, I get it. What can I do to fix this? Master Sergeant Tony Fackrell also understood the assignment. His thoughts are gold. So, Tony, you've been in the Idaho Army National Guard for how long? Not counting prior service, just Idaho Guard. Mm, February of 95 to February, I guess, what that be, February of 23? What would that be, 95, 05, 15, 28 years, 20 I guess? Years? Yeah, 28 years. A hot minute. Yeah, I had to think for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> math. I, I remember my anniversary and all that stuff, but I got that. But how Tinker long you've been man. in the guard? I had to think for a second. Yeah. Um, in your opinion, what qualities make someone a good leader? First thing that comes to mind is you have to care. Yeah, absolutely. So I've found in my experience, and even being on the younger soldier side of things, like when people care about you, I'd do anything for my leaders that took care of me. And so I think that's that's where it boils down to. Missions are hard. We do long hours. We've done deployments. We do all that stuff. But if you have a leader that cares and you can communicate, I mean, the guys, the guys and you know, the male and female soldiers do anything for you. What is the best advice you can give someone who is going into a leadership position? Listen. Um, that goes probably for life too. But when you get into something new and you're in leadership. I think we have the, just being human, we have that tendency to be like, mission, we got this, I got this, I got these 92 things to do a drill, and we only got two days to do it in, you know how that goes. Yeah. I got, I'm, in, I'm in charge of this, so I got to get all this stuff done. And I think a lot of times we get wrapped up in that, and we don't pause to listen or take notice or even just kind of take that a minute to, to just look at your people. And so I think that's, that's the biggest. Sometimes we just get wrapped up into the rat race, and we forget the most important asset we got, and that's our people. What advice would you give a leader who's made a wrong call? Hmm. I don't know. Just be honest. Confess it. I made a mistake. I learned that at an early age. Um, I had a very high-strung uncle that um, would one of the red-faced, angry, almost like Yosemite Sam guys. Yeah. So I got told to move the pickup, and I backed it into the garage store. And I sat out there for a minute, and I thought to myself, like, oh, he's going to kill me. It's his brand-new pickup. I ran into the garage, so both things are damaged. And yeah. I didn't run into it a little. You know, I had to scrape it all the way down like I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so I went in there, and I just told him. And uh, he just looked me in the eye, and he said, you're a man today. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, "He goes, that's what a man would do. You made a mistake. You came in and told me. And it was water on the bridge. He didn't freak out. He didn't yell at me. We got the truck fixed. But I look back at that, and I think, like, could I have hit it? Could I have just parked it in the driveway or, don't, you know, whatever, and just pretend like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. So I think that's, that was a good life lesson when I was young, and um, that's the best way to be. They, you know, soldiers are like your kids. They see through you. Oh, if yeah, you're just going to be fake and if you mess something up, best thing, you know, I guess best thing you could do is come clean and just apologize, especially if it affected them. Newly promoted Colonel Nicole Washington, Idaho's Chief of Staff, shared some awesome lessons she's learned over the years. So, the first question that we want to ask you is, um, you know, as Idaho's new chief of staff, uh, Colonel 
Nicole Washington, in your opinion, what qualities make somebody a good leader? Uh, I would say, first of all, um, you have to be technically competent in, in what you do. You don't have to be um, an expert at everything, um, but at least have an idea of, you know, the, the subject matter that you're, you're leading people in. Um, I think someone that knows the standard and, and sets the standard because people will certainly look to you. Um, someone who is understanding, uh, able to communicate and be empathetic um, with everyone. Uh, I think certainly as we've grown in society, um, we understand that everyone, most people are, are fighting battles that we don't even know about. And I think as leaders, it's important to um, be able to understand and meet people where they are. Um, someone that can admit when they're wrong um, when they've made a bad decision and own up to it. I like um, it. And, but also, you know, be confident enough to make a decision and provide guidance and understand that you're not always going to be right and to be okay with that. Um, and then I think someone that possesses the ability to build teams because whether you're in the Army or outside in any civilian organization, ultimately every business function goes down to people. It's every organization functions on people. And so you have to be able to build teams and foster communication and know how to take care of people, I think. Oh, yeah, awesome. I would agree too. You know, there was a, I always, I think I say this all the time, but um, it was actually a Sergeant Major Dean that walked in and sat down in the office and he's like, cause I was brand new, um, newly promoted E8 in Eastern Idaho. And he's like, okay, I've been doing this a hot minute, which I think was like eight months, right? right. For him. <laughs> and uh, he was like, as an E8, they issue you uh, a clipboard, right? So, and that's 50% of the things that you can no longer get your hands into. And then when they promote you to E9, you get a coffee cup and a clipboard, right? And it was all about building teams. Mm -hmm. And do you have the ability? So I'd, I would imagine just a, a small snippet of the things that you do on a daily basis is how do I herd cats and bring everybody back to the team? Exactly. So, and that's across any organization, not just the military. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you think about it when, I mean, when you first start out, you know, you are, you are part of the team. You're, you're what we call a worker bee. You're, you know, a member of the team. And as you grow in rank and position, you become a little more separated from the team and more of a manager. And, you know, it's whenever you're a doer, at times that can be hard. And so it's really learning how to transition those skills that you learn being part of the team to manage the team and, and understand and recognize what they need. And that is a transition, I think, that people grow into as they you know, um, get put into new leadership positions. All right, so what is the best advice you can give somebody going into a new leadership position, whether it's an E5 or an O5? So regardless of rank, um, I think you have to know yourself, know your strengths and your weaknesses, what you're good at and what you're not good at. Um, and don't try to pretend because people will see through it. Um, get to know those who you work with, um, who you work for, and wor who you know, um, who work for you, because they have talents and abilities that you don't have that you can certainly utilize. And um, you know, you need to know what other people's strengths and weaknesses are in order to be able to empower them. Um, I would say endeavor to learn something new and don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, I know for me, uh, in one of my positions, I was managing the aviation hangar. Um, with a lot of subject matter experts, I mean, mechanics that knew way more about helicopters than I did. Um, but I wanted to learn what they did, not just not because I wanted to do it, but just to have that knowledge. So um, every day, in, endeavor to learn at least one new thing. Um, and I would say, always remember why, why you joined the Army, why you wanted to progress in rank, 
because there are going to be certain days that are harder than others where the job may not feel worth it um, per se. And at that time, you know, you really have to kind of reach back and remember why you're doing this, why you joined, why you wanted to be in a leadership position and who you have that's counting on you. I really like that. Yeah. Like you're going to get the best days and you're going to get the absolute worst days in the military. Mm -hmm. And what advice would you give to a leader who made a wrong call? I think you already touched on this a little yeah. bit. A little bit. Because, I, I mean, it applies to 100% of everyone. There's no perfect person. Yeah. And some of what we would consider the best leaders in history um, have made wrong calls. Um, and so I do think it goes back to being honest, being honest with yourself and those you lead. Um, if you make a mistake, admit to it. I think we've all you know, seen enough instances where bad news does not get better with time. And if you make a mistake, ultimately it will come out or you're just going to make a bunch of other mistakes trying to cover it up. So um, just be honest, own up to it. Um, talk about it and learn from it. Yeah, you know, if sure. it was intentional, ask why and learn from it. If it was unintentional, ask why and learn for, you know, from it, whether it's um, soliciting p feedback from your peers or really just you know, self-reflection. Um, what could I have done better? Why did I make that decision? Um, and then, again, own up to it and remember um, that you're responsible as a leader for whatever happens. And, you know, it's, there's kind of a flip side to that. Um, when you're a leader for an organization or a team, you're responsible for, for everything, um, for everything good that happens. Um, you're responsible, but you should give your subordinates the credit. And when bad things happen, you're still responsible, and it's your job to shoulder that burden and protect your subordinates. So it's just, I think, at the end of the day, own up to it and learn from it. We said this before, too, that the garrison environment is the best environment to mess up in. It is, and you should do that on a regular basis. Like, don't hesitate to make a decision and do it when you're here at home station. Your boots are clean and your uniform's pressed on a daily basis because lives aren't on the line. Exactly. That's awesome advice. That's absolutely great and true. Specialist Heather Martinez, she gave us some good insight from a newish soldier's perspective. In your opinion... What qualities make somebody a good leader? The number one quality I see in good leaders is um, soldier care, like taking ownership of their soldiers, making sure they're taking care of, checking in on them. Um, because in the Guard, let's say you see your unit once a month and then two weeks, you know, in the spring, summertime. There's so much that goes on in people's lives that people, you know, everybody in your unit, they don't get to see because it's all going on in your personal life. Right. So having a leader that actually, even a quick text message, reach out, quick phone call, checking in on soldiers, that is huge. And that can make a big difference, especially when people are going through tough times. So soldier care is number one for me. Uh, what is the best advice that you could give someone going into a new leadership position? I know as an E4, you haven't had many leadership positions, mm -hmm. but just in your opinion. Going into a new leadership position, um, I've seen a lot of people, especially when they get promoted up to E5 or E6s, they kind of want to puff out their chest. They become a little arrogant with it because then they're an NCO and they're in charge. Knowing how to control that reaction, like being proud, absolutely. Taking on that leadership role, absolutely do that. But making sure you realize that your job is to lead the soldiers, not boss them around, and keeping that mentality in check will go a long ways. Um, and what advice would you give to a leader who made a wrong call? 
I mean, everybody does at some point. Everybody makes mistakes. It's just how you um, adapt and learn from it ultimately is going to be what saves your face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, If you notice you made a wrong call and you messed up something pretty bad, being like, yeah, that was me. I did that. Um, Just own it. Yeah. And I'm going to not do that in the future by doing X, Y, and Z or even getting feedback from people that noticed it, saw it, and asked what they would do you know, if they're in your shoes and then taking that and kind of tailoring it to your future if you're ever in that situation again. It just, I mean, there's a lot of people with more experience than you that you can reach out to and give you great advice, especially in the guard. Yeah. I've never met somebody that's not willing to talk about their experiences in the guard. Right. <laughs> <laughs>um, pretty serious thing. Super glad that ended up being okay for her. But there was a time where she had to step out as the commander, but Seckle had stepped in. And I can only imagine being this, you know, he's, he wasn't new. He was prior service. He had been an NCO. So he, he wasn't wet behind the ears by any means. But he was very young in his officer career, and you wouldn't have known it how he stepped in. And he was dynamic and flexible. He was intelligent. Um, he took things pretty, he took things serious, but he had a light approach with the troops. And in a way, there was a saying by Tom Landry, and it was about leadership. And he said, leadership's about being in control. When you're in control, they're in control. Talking about whoever, you know, in his case, he was talking about a football team. But I never saw Casey um, at a point where he was like, oh, man, he spun up today or, or whatever <laughs> it was outside of maybe he was spun up because he was telling jokes or something. But um, super intelligent. He had all of his ducks in a row, but he kept it light too. He was very dynamic. He was very fluid. He could react to, to anything. And that was a great leader. You know, just being able to, to stay flexible, but stay connected. And it never made anybody else feel flustered. Um, Jess Anderson, uh, was a pilot and we, we lost him, unfortunately. Uh, but he was, Jess could teach you stuff without you thinking he was teaching you. We'd go fly somewhere. I'll, I'll tell you a story really quick, real quick story. I was getting ready to do my uh, PC progression, pilot in command. And he was kind of getting me prepped for doing that. We fly up towards uh, the Oahis uh, Cinnabar. And I knew he was going to run me through a couple of scenarios. Well, pretty soon somebody comes over the radio. And I'm like, who's, who's this? I thought it sounded like, but Budge, one of our other pilots, and this keeps going, this keeps unfolding. I'm getting these updates from somebody on the radio. And I kept asking, like, who's on the ground out here? And Jess like, oh, yeah, I don't know. And finally, Jess has to stop us because I'm just too wrapped up. I'm like, who literally is out here? It's, it's midnight. We're out of the Oahis. Who came out all this way? And he's like, Rob, it's me. <laughs> he had figured out how to manipulate the radio to where it had masked his voice enough or it sounded like an external communication coming over internally. 
and he was doing voiceover and speaking of voiceover, he was doing it well enough. That was somebody that he was a master of his craft. And I think in order to be a good leader, you really have to have a passion about what you're doing and you really should have a command or a, a, a mastery of your craft. And he was legendary. Uh, what is the best advice that you could give someone going into a new leadership position? Get to know the people that you're going to be working with. Be open to taking advice. Listen to people. Um, it, it, we talked about this, at knowing really well what you're supposed to be doing. If you're going into a leadership position, and that can be a lot of different things, right? You can be a, in a leadership position and be an E4, maybe even perhaps an E3. Um, but no, it can be as simple as know where you're supposed to be, what time, all those things. It doesn't have to be strategic concepts or anything like that. Do that well and, and be humble. That was another thing about Jess. If you, you could ask him anything and he always would be like, Oh no, I, I, there's a lot of things I don't know, you know, but I never stumped the jump with Jess. If I had some obscure thing out of some regulation that hadn't been touched for years, he knew it. Leaders make decisions. Um, not every decision they make is a good decision, but um, they make decisions nonetheless. So you've got a leader that has made a bad decision. What advice would you give to that leader who has made a bad call? Hopefully they've acknowledged it. You know, if you're having that conversation like, hey, you know, I see that we've made this decision and it doesn't look like it panned out very well. Um, because if they, they don't acknowledge it, then that's probably a different conversation if they can't acknowledge the fact that, mm, yep, you're right, that, that wasn't the right call. But um, if at least they can acknowledge that, it's like, okay, that's fine. You know, you've got a coin toss on a lot of decision-making that you do. It's a lot more complicated, I get it. But ultimately, you, you, you're making decisions. It's okay to make mistakes. You know, nobody bats a 1,000 and it's okay to make the mistake as long as that you do acknowledge it and go, okay, we didn't make the right decision on that one, but A, did we learn something from it? Did I not have information? Let's analyze why it was a bad decision, you know, because, you know, at some point, maybe I didn't give you the information you needed in the decision that you made. But the <laughs> truth is, there's a lot of people that share that too. And if you're on a good team, everybody does come back and go, all right, where, where did we go wrong? Um, and, and how do we make a better decision moving forward? Because sometimes making a, a, the wrong decision leads to great things that come out of it. You never know. A lot of inventions were, it was a complete mistake. You know, we, right. we weren't supposed to have a lot of things, but, you know, somebody goofed up and it was like, oh, wow, that does, that's champagne, I guess. That's the best <laughs> example I can think of. But. Sergeant. First class Drew Nalland, he shared his advice from the mind of a drill sergeant. First question, in your opinion, what qualities make someone a good leader? Oh, it's, gosh, I mean, I know we can expand on like probably a hundred different ones, right? Um, I think, I think the biggest thing, well, a few of the things are active listening. You know, there's always that old story of, you had the tribe and you had everybody sit around the fire and uh, everybody said their piece and the, the chief of the tribe listened to every single one and took it all in before he responded. He didn't jump to conclusions. He didn't jump in or assert himself. He, he waited till he heard everybody. He took it all in 
And then from that point, decided to make, make the uh, call or the comment or whatever. I think that's one of the biggest things. I think so many people nowadays get wrapped up, whether no matter what leadership role you're in, get wrapped up about like they're in that position for a reason. They need to, I, this is how it needs done. This is how I want it done. When people from the bottom up, you know, have their own perspectives that I don't feel, I think good leaders will hear. Like, I think good leaders will take in those, those accounts. They'll take in those perspectives and it's not going to benefit. Like nobody is going to benefit a hundred percent from every choice ever made. Right. But we're, you know, we're no different than kids in the sense of, we always want to know why we always do. Like whether you're a private, uh, that's newly enlisted or sergeant major in your position, you always want to know why you're doing something. And so if the decision doesn't benefit somebody to their fullest extent, but that's the decision that has to be made, just make sure that why is articulated. And, and I think that's, that's probably in my, my eyes, one of the biggest things that benefits a, a leader or that makes a good leader. The second one is what is your, the best advice that you can give someone going into a new leadership position? <laughs> um, take whatever adversity is going to be com- coming your way and run with it. Like don't, don't take the adversity in a negative sense. Don't, um, don't combat the adversity. Don't be combative. Don't be reactive. Um, absorb it. Like, okay, take in everything and then evaluate like so many people. And I was, I was one of these ones, you know, years ago where like so many things would all happen at once. And I would just be like, oh my gosh, I, I, uh, uh, I'm lost. Right. Um, but you know, taking the adversity, taking what happens and then figure out, okay, what can I control? What can I not control? And then from that point, what you can control, okay, what steps do I need to take to fix that? Or what steps do I need to take to mitigate or turn that thing around and then start taking those steps and come up with a plan for what you can't control, you know, to, to mitigate things that way. That's, that's what I would say. But actually, that kind of segues into the last question, and that's um, what advice would you give a leader who made a wrong call? It's everybody. This is the tell one of tell as old as time is like you know you have to you have to own it. You have to understand like you're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. You're gonna fail. And like I tell all my soldiers you know, from the drill sergeant perspective, when we're doing drill sergeant time, and I take the hat off and I'm real and I'm no longer you know a volcano. <laughs> um, you know, I, I always tell them is like, look, failure is a good thing. It may not play out how exactly you want it to. Failure is a good thing because that's where you grow. That's where you learn. That's where you develop. Um, I tell everybody, I tell my kids that, um, because my, my, my son, who's going to be nine in like a month. That's right? crazy. I know, <laughs> but I, I tell him the same stuff. Um, a few times is like he, he's perfectionist in a lot of cases. Um, no, especially his Pokemon cards, <laughs> but you know, I, but it, it's something you can tell you can tell everybody is, um, you're you're not going to be perfect. You're not going to handle everything perfectly. Um, don't try to be perfect, but do what you can, and uh, go with it. Don't don't let it hold you back. Don't let it don't let it make you be indecisive. You know, don't let it make you don't let it paralyze you uh, from moving forward and staying in place. So. That's great yeah. advice. It is. And finally, Sergeant Ingrid Corrales-Sanchez shared her insights on leadership. In your opinion, what qualities make someone a good leader? I think understanding, being understanding is really crucial. Um, Also patience, because sometimes people don't learn the same way others do. 
just being compassionate, I think, are three three big ones. Because uh, I think being able to understand and have patience with your soldiers is the most important. It makes them want to work for you instead of them being afraid and getting work done just because of fear. So I think it's more motivating to understand them. Okay. I like that. I like that having patience because not everybody does learn the same. Yeah. That is so important to understand. Yes. I know I was very impatient whenever I taught my siblings math <laughs> and they never learned that way. So just being patient with them and, and figuring out what's best for them. Yep. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, what is the best advice you can give somebody going into a new leadership position? Um, I think it would be to just again, just being patient and understanding, getting to know your soldier because if they're having issues at home and you just bypass that and just think they're doing a shitty job at work, then there's you're kind of losing them, I yeah. think. So if you talk to them and understand them, like what's going on at home, and you could help them, they're going to work better. I would agree. So you're going to have an opportunity and probably already have had an opportunity to see some bad calls made, right? Yes. Leadership. Say and do things maybe they shouldn't have, right? So... Mm-hmm. If asked, what would you, what advice would you give uh, to a new leader uh, if they made the wrong call? Owning up to your mistake, um, just owning up to it and say, "I what I decided was wrong, but we'll move on." And here's, we're going to learn from this, and just taking ownership of that mistake. In my opinion, wow, that's that is a reoccurring theme. Yes, it is. Take ownership. Yeah. So I think that has literally been everybody's answer. To that. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, in my opinion here, the bottom line seems to be three simple things. Be humble, get to know your team and all the different personalities that you will be mentoring, and own up to your mistakes. You know, throwing blame around instead of taking responsibility can really lead to a reputation suicide of you as a leader. And I can't think of any leaders out there that don't want to be successful and a trusted member of their team. Be humble. Get to know your team, own your mistakes. Thank you for listening to our very first season of GI and Cup of Joe. We'll see you back in January. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.